Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Jo Milmine, and this is episode 161, Colourwork Sock Inspiration. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright. I need a drink, I need a friend, I need your help, I want to smile. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 161 of the Shiny Bees podcast. I'm Jo, I'm your host. Today is Tuesday, the 27th of October, 2020. And we're back again. How are you? I hope you've been well since last time I spoke to you. If you are a returning listener, hello, welcome back as always. And if you're a newbie today, Thank you for giving us a try and I hope you will enjoy what you find here. So yeah, how are, we, how are you doing? It is half term where I am in the UK at the moment and it wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't on a yellow rain warning for the rest of the week and it hadn't been torrential since the beginning of the week. And there's nothing quite like being in a tier three lockdown where you can't do anything inside go near anybody, lick anybody, be friends with anybody or do anything remotely fun for it then to be absolutely hoofing down the rest of the time. It's only just stopped battering the window and it's so dreary, drab and grey here that I've had to put the lamps on because I can barely see what I am doing. But that Whilst it's not terribly joyful and practical for doing half-term fun with the children when there is nothing indoors that you can do without catching the rona, it is pretty good knitting weather. So crank up your heating basically, get your knitting out and join me today for a little bit of chat. We are going to be talking about colour work sock patterns. It's a bit of a pattern pick. I did a pattern for Socktober a couple of episodes ago and suggested a pattern and I kind of planned to do like one pattern per episode for October but I was over in the Shiny Bees podcast community where I'm hanging out with all of the coolest people every day. Lovely, lovely corner of the internet And someone's like, oh, I thought I was going to get like a full on pattern pick and not just one. So, of course, me being the thoughtful and dedicated host of the Shiny Bees podcast and a little bit, a little bit of a lover of a pattern pick, I have done another one today for you. And it is on the subject of colour work socks in particular. Now, they do look massively A level, very impressive. And I don't really know how long they take to knit if you're going to do the full-on knee-high colour work, changing colours, patterns, sock extravaganza. I've never done them, never knitted a sock that big. But they look a lot of fun and lots of kind of ideas and inspiration to be had, including in one one particular hero of the colour work sock who has found her way into pattern picks in the past and has managed to do it again today. 
So yeah, before that, there'll be a little bit of general chit chat, but that is going to be the topic of the show. So grab your brew, get your knitting, and we will crack on with the show. So who is still alive on day two of half term? Just about, just about. I'd be lying if I said I was, you know, like super nanny, kicking ass, taking names, crafting up a storm with my kids. It's just not true. I don't know about you, but I don't actually know how I survived locked up on my own with them for six months. I don't know if it's been that kind of, you know, easing of springs of sending them back to school and having a little bit of time where you're not engaging in random chit chat about Roblox or whatever. Or what? I've no idea. But yeah, goodness me, feel like I'm going to strangle them already and it's only been one day. Oh, great. So roll on them going back. Fingers crossed we don't, they don't get sent home to isolate. I think I will actually kill someone if they do. So yeah, yeah, Lancashire, tier three. What an absolute treat. I don't think we've even really been out of that much of a lockdown up here. And people ask me, like my mother-in-law, she's a southerner, bless her. And she's like, why, why, do you, why, why, why is it riddled up there? Like, why? She didn't say riddled, obviously, it's not a southern word. But she's like, so, Joe, tell me. She's got a shrill voice because she's a southerner. Tell me, what, why why do you think it's so, so, so bad up there? And I'm like, because we all go around licking each other because we're northerners and we're friendly, aren't we? Like deadpan. She's like, really, really, really? No, no, we're all working in factories up here. We can't do this whole working from home thing unless you work for the council, you've got a proper job. Or as we used to call it in Wigan, you grow up and get a proper job and go and work at Goss, uh, Great Universal, the catalogue shop, and then basically become like a thief to order. It's not my new trainers. Fell off back of a lorry. All of that stuff, you know. So we there's just a lot more of that up here. Well, certainly where I am, there's a lot more of that. You don't get many big kind of like food distribution places or warehouses or anything in leafy Sussex because the land costs too much. The infrastructure's a bit rubbish. So, you know, we've got loads of railways, we've got loads of motorways. We don't mind a bit of air pollution. We're, we're down with that since the Industrial Revolution. So, yeah, you know, it's all happening up north. And, um, yeah, she couldn't, she was just wondering why, why it is like so dreadfully prevalent up here and you know it's all of those reasons and a few more I'm guessing but yeah it's just a little bit like oh really Boris you know we had a bit, little bit of fun watching good old Andy Burnham King of the North kicking off for a bit do like a bit of a scrap with the southerners but yeah it's all got a bit boring and quiet now and you can't really go and have any fun or do anything which is a bit bit rubbish when it is literally torrential rain and yellow rain warning for the rest of the week love it i've also got um when i bought my house it had these pale cream tiles i would never have picked them dreadfully impractical in the kitchen area and every time the dogs go onto the waterlogged lawn which is several times a day i just get black paw prints all over the kitchen floor it's just I've just forgotten how dreadfully soul destroying that is but luckily I've got <laughs> I laugh every time I see it so puerile I've got a mop called a boner mop <laughs> um from from the internet boner it's called b-o-n-a not b-o-n-e-r different kind of boner 
and um, it's dead good. It's like this little spray mop thing that you mop up with. Which is a good job, really, because that's all, all I'm doing at the moment. So if you are in lockdown fun, and let's face it, most places are, the Southerners are not going to escape for much longer. It's, we're coming for you. And I know some of my crew, my shiny crew down in Melbourne are locked up. Locked up, they won't let me out as well. And those of you elsewhere who are locked up, I feel sorry for the Welsh. I, I don't know anyone who's ever caught COVID off a freaking duvet, but, you know, you crack on over there. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, we've been... All of us have been a little bit kind of struggling and locked up. So if if that's you, I'm sending out my shiny, shiny high five, keep it real to you. And hopefully we'll, you know at some stage, be allowed to have some fun, ever. I took the liberty of putting in a booth's order, just in case, just in case, you know. They sent me some some food pawn through the, the letterbox, and I was like, sorry, I'm just going to order a lot of, like, ready-made stuff from booths for Christmas, I just bang it all in the oven and then feel really, like, smug and not have to peel any carrots. So that made me feel a little bit a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, it's all just a little bit... Looking for that pinprick at the end of the tunnel. And I think that'll come like next Tuesday when these men go back to, the, these these kiddies go back to school and they can get on with um, doing cool stuff. Speaking of doing cool stuff, I have been over in my shiny bees community. If you're not already over there, then do, do go over there and check it out. You can find it shinybees.com forward slash community. It's on Mighty Networks and it's just a lovely corner of the internet where we chat about knitting and share our projects and have a bit of a laugh and yeah it's cool really enjoying it so I'd love to see you over there if you're not there already. Maybe I'll fire up some sort of nitty knit along action over there. Not sure yet working on that still. And in other news I'm back over doing my coaching stuff that I was doing prior to going and taking the contracts in China. I was teaching business stuff and online business and mentoring for a variety of different businesses, not just Sharnies. Had a psychic, a couple of accountants, a PR, a couple of web developers and some Yarnies as well, which is pretty, pretty awesome and artists, creative types. And yeah, I've got a new program starting next Monday on the 1st of November. And basically it is like smashing that reset button. The big old Mega Drive reset button in my head is how it is. And yeah, there's still a couple of months left of 2020. God knows how long this absolute rolling goat of a pandemic and government are going to go on for. Like, we can't just wait for them, you know? And I just don't want to get to the... Personally, don't want to get to the end of the year and think, well, bugger me, I've written nothing in either of my two planners. I've achieved nothing that I wanted to achieve and that be it, really. And I think there's, like, a line to be drawn with... Or drawn... A balance to be found, I think, is probably a better way of describing it between honouring where you are right now with all of the crazy and also honouring the fact that you had big ideas and things you wanted to get done this year and not to just let it be a write-off right at the end if you don't want to. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to be like a group program that I'm putting together and we're going to work on, it's not going to be learning a lot of things. It's going to be focused on achieving some of the things you want to achieve before the end of the year. It's three months long and there'll be calls, there'll be weekly co-working online. We've got a forum where we can ask questions and get help. Um, I'll be doing accountability by email as well. Like I'm putting in all of the different things my little box of tricks for getting people from where they are to where they want to be I'm putting all of that together um for my 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 crew and yeah with the aim of getting some stuff done so I've got some people signed up already who were former business at the bollocks members and they are a couple of people writing books actually getting books out someone's doing some workbooks someone's doing some pattern books someone's doing an actual book so there's a lot of book writing going on, but also things like working on the website, getting all of that sort of thing back, back end sort of thing and put together ready for kind of pushing into next year and, and kind of cracking on really. We just have to crack on with things now, but in a way that's not all rah, rah, get it done. I mean, I can't obviously, I was in the military, I can do the whole boot camp thing if you want, but I just don't think that necessarily works and I feel like a kind of supportive group of people just when when you get that oh you know I just can't be doing with COVID anymore I can't be doing this I can't seem to get my head past that I just there to go oh have you thought about this have you thought about that what about this you know jump on on a call with you or answer a question for you and get you going again and that always works really well for me and so that's what I've put together really so if you're not in my business at the bollocks facebook group which is still over there kind of chunnering along in the background um then you can go over there and join that but if you're interested in finding out more about this program it is more tailored towards if you've got a business doing something but if you are working on a creative project that you would like some support on like writing a book or something like that then you're absolutely welcome to come and join and you can find that at shinybees.com forward slash reset so yeah that's what I've been up to. It's very exciting, very exciting. Been at my new co-working desk at the digital hub around the corner and loving life and feeling a bit normal being out of the house and like working on my projects again and yeah, building my website and writing my book. So loving, loving that. So yeah, from that now on to the nitty, on to the nitty content and all of that good stuff. So as I said, there was a comment in the Shiny Bees podcast club like the community about sock patterns and wanting more suggestions more ideas of sock patterns and you know I love a pattern pick so that's what I've done this week I've gone for something a little bit more difficult I've gone for color work sock patterns and the idea being that a lot of people are quite keen to try color work and I think that sometimes having a finished object that looks really impressive and is really exciting can be quite motivating. And a lot of the time, it's only two color, um, two stranded color work. It's not super complicated. It looks it, but it's not actually that complicated to do when you get into it. And sometimes it's about just having a bit of a try. And they look really impressive. So I think some of these things, not that I'm going to mention the C word Christmas um, yet, but if you're going to be doing any gift knitting or anything like that, the, this could be a really good 
option for for some of that really because it just looks they they look quite impressive and i think if you received any hand knit socks because obviously you only got to knit for the knit worthy because you don't want someone to just wash them straight away and ruin them but sometimes you know plain, plain socks are great pattern socks are great but i think color work socks just have that edge and some of these patterns are pretty flipping amazing like i would be so impressed if i received a pair of these from someone so let's go and have a look at them i have tried for hashtag full disclosure tried my best to pick find a balance between picking sock patterns that are off Ravelry, available off Ravelry as well. Obviously, I have to go into Ravelry to, to search these at the moment because there just aren't that many, well, there's no real other easy places to go and research these. Where there is an off Ravelry link option, I will put the off Ravelry link option in as a preference. Unfortunately, some of these are on Ravelry and if you are still having trouble accessing the site but would you know, like to purchase them or would like me to go in and do that for you or whatever, then I can totally do that to help you out. So yeah, without further ado, let's crack into the pattern pick. So the first one I have for you is, excuse me, but I've got an A in German at GCSE. Doesn't mean I'm going to be able to pronounce this because it was not on my vocab list, unlike Umkleiderkabine, which is my favourite German word. Big up my German listeners, <laughs> German-speaking listeners. It's probably bad pronunciation. Umkleiderkabine, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, Zwergen Aufstand by Ducathi. I so need someone to help me with this. It's been such a long time since I spoke German. The only things I can really remember is Aufpassen Sie bitte and Entschuldigung Sie bitte, which I think mean like listen and pay attention please <laughs> can't think why that happened and anyway this pattern is five euro it is a four ply sock yarn and it's an all over color work pattern so like on the top of the leg on the top if you're looking down on your feet there is uh, again a two color pattern it's like a tessellated pattern with sort of like a chain that goes around the outside of some snowflakes so it looks quite intricate and on the bottom underneath on the sole of the foot there is another pattern it's made out of small it's tessellated again made out of sort of smaller diamond square type shapes which also is very same same but also on the underside there's a little dwarf on the underside of the foot and it's so cute love it um so yeah that's five euros Zwergenaufstand by Ducati. And they, Ducati also does a range of other uh, colour work and sock patterns as well that are worth checking out. Number two is the Swedish Fish Socks by Spilly Jane. That is a paid for pattern. It's six US dollars and it is for colour work socks. And they have got stripes underneath the sole. And then round the, all around the rest of the sock, they've got this little fishy pattern that kind of goes one way, faces one way, then the other, kind of like a cartoon fish with the oval and then the little little triangular tail, uh, which reminds me of, do you remember? Oh, I said, do you remember? Like, I don't know how widespread these particular snacks were because at that point in time, I didn't have the internet. But do you remember the little fish and chips snacks you used to get? And they were like a little baked kind of, 
mazy, flowery snack biscuit thing that had this really strong salt and vinegar taste on it. Reminded me of those, which was super nostalgic and that's why I included them in this pan pick. Number three is Katia Kansa, excuse me, obliterating the finish by Lumi Karmitsa. Lumi Karmitsa is a little bit of a hero of mine at the moment. I'm going to have to see if I can get her on to the podcast. I don't know if she will interview in English. I can't speak Finnish, so we'll have to see how that goes. But awesome, awesome designer. This is a pattern for some DK colorwork socks and it's got cats up the front of the legs, like three cats going up the front of the leg, looking, little faces looking out at you. And then outside of the cats, there's sort of like a snowflakey, this snowflakey flowery type pattern. I don't know the, the proper like name for that motif. Um, but it's quite common in these very Scandi socks. And I must say the colour work socks are massively dominated by designers from Scandi, uh, Scandinavia and um, Europe, basically with a much, not that we don't have a map. Well, I don't know how, how traditional it is for in the UK to have it, but it's a definitely a very Scandinavian style to have the colour work mittens, the colour work socks. So it's definitely a genre of knitting that is dominated by the Scandinavians. And um, this pattern is in Finnish. Um, I think it is going to be translated into English at some stage. But I mean, come on, people. Google Translate exists. Let's just get on with it and not be princesses when it's not written in English. And it is available for six euro. Says says the, the girl who basically has to translate her entire Chinese life into some very, very dodgy translations of Chinese characters from Google Translate. Anyway, moving swiftly on, number four is Punktchen by Fritzi Creative. This is written in German. It's a free pattern. German's not that hard, really. I mean, other than pronouncing it badly, it's not that difficult to read because it's, you know, Germanic language. The UK has a lot of words that sound very English has a lot of words that sound very similar. So I don't think it's that difficult, personally. But if it's okay, we've got Google Translate. We're all good. And most of it is just like, okay, knit, innit? Or whatever. So anyway, it's a fingering weight pattern um, using a gradient yarn or you could use a variegated yarn um, to create kind of colourful bands around the sock so it doesn't look traditionally color work but that's how they've they've done it to kind of make the pattern and because it's quite simple this might be a good option for someone who if you're going to gift it for someone who doesn't like super fancy socks I mean I don't even know who they are and why you'd be friends with them frankly but you might know somebody like that and uh, you might want to knit them some socks But it's just a bit of a simpler pattern compared to all of the rest of the patterns. It's, it's something a bit more of a starter pattern for you to have a crack at. And they look really good. I'd still, they'd still be really impressive to receive as a gift. So that is Punction by Fritzy Creative, a free pattern for you. Number five, Placido Flamingo by Jenny Penny. This is um, written in Swedish and English. It is 50 kroner, crowns, kroner, kroner. Well, the Swedish call it crowns when they talk about it. Krona, uh, which is about £4.58. And these are flamingo socks. Lots of people really love flamingos. And these little colourwork flamingos are stood on one leg and they're all the way around the foot and around the leg of the sock with contrasting heels and toe and cuff, 
which I thought was pretty cool. My sis likes the, uh, she likes the flamingo. So I thought I'd put that in there and hope that she doesn't ask me to knit her some. Number six is the Happy Haunts Socks by Valerie Wibbins. This is a free pattern and it's more of a recipe really rather than a pattern for some colourwork socks and they have like a stripy toe and then they go into this little ghost pattern that repeats all over the sock. A uh, little comedy ghost with a little kind of ghosty O, classic ghost mouth and eyes. It's really cool and the charts are included in that. So you could use that pattern to put the little wee ghosts on something else if you wanted to and yeah just stay cute but like I said that's a free one that is available the happy haunt socks by Valerie Wibbins number seven are the bee socks I'm hoping somebody makes these for me by the knitted dingo this is a pattern paid for pattern it's seven pounds and it's got intarsia bees around the top of the leg just below the cuff with contrasting heel toe cuff and knitted in four ply just nice nice i love a bee clearly so had to include those as well number eight is the bird resting place by della houseman this is a free pattern it's knitted in four ply yarn and it comes in english and in german and the body of the sock is covered in silhouettes of different different birds so it's 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 not a repeating same bird motif they're different sizes of birds different types of birds and they're sitting on branches and it uses a crazy zauber ball um which is a color changing sock yarn if you're not familiar they come already as a, a round ball they're about 10 quid to buy shop and wooler make um, zauber balls so it's a german yarn and as you knit it 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 changes colour. So you can see the stripes of colour. When you buy one, you'll see it's, it's wrapped in stripes of colour. So they've used this to um, to knit the birds and obviously that makes the birds change colour as you go further up the sock, which is quite a cool idea. So that is the Bird Resting Place by Della Houseman. Number nine are the Spooky Socks by Kristen McLaren. This is a paid-for pattern it is five US dollars and it's written in English. It is for fingering weight yarn. And these are Halloween socks. So they have strips like a Christmas stocking would have, little stripes, strips, stripes of different motifs that go all the way up the sock and then all the way up the leg. And it's got stuff like skulls, it got a bat motif, pumpkin, faces, like a space invader one like the little ghosts. Is it Space Invaders or... It's not Space Invaders. I've written Space Invaders, but I mean the like the ghosts off of Pac-Man is what I actually mean, um, which is cool. You can change around, obviously, which motif you want in which order. And it's a good way of using up scraps. A lot of the strips use up 16 to 60 yards of each colour. So it's a good way of, you know, cracking through some of those as well. Or some mini skin sets, if you have any of those lying around and you haven't done use them in a pattern that we covered in the mini skeins episode last but by no means least is hexpin by dot stables this is a paid for pattern it is five euro and it is written in english it is for four ply yarn and it is a top down sock 
And it, the sock is covered in a geometric, hexagonal, geometric, honeycomb type design. So this is quite simple, but I think it looks really good the way that they've done it with a colour changing yarn as the contrast colour, which means that as the pattern moves, the colours change as well and makes it look a lot more complex than you know, maybe it really is. And I think it works particularly well if it is a colour changing yarn that is tones of the same colour. So this one is in the picture on Ravelry, it's like blues and greys, so it works really well together rather than the hard rainbow colour change or whatever like that. I think it looks a little bit more... Well, sophisticated is, is a word, but it looks like it was harder to knit if the colours are quite similar. And I, I don't know why, but it just gives that impression. Um, so a great use, if you don't want to do it in that way, you could use any va variegated, self-stripe, gradient, you know, these yarns that can sometimes be hard to make the most of. Um, this would be a pattern that would show them off quite nicely. So I want to give a last honourable re-mention, because she got a little bit of a mention earlier, to Lumi Karmitsa. Who's, I had to choose one of the sock patterns and it was quite difficult to be honest because she's done like quite a lot of really good ones and including one that has a unicorn on. Obviously, I'm going to love that. Love, it, love a unicorn. But a lot of the ones where I was like, oh, wow, look at that. And I would look and it would be her that had designed them. Um, but obviously, I can't just do like, well, I probably could do an episode with 10 of her socks on, frankly, because she's got enough great patterns, it'd be worth it. But... Obviously, you want to spread the love around a little bit. Uh, so definitely, if you're interested in colourwork socks and maybe one of these 10 hasn't tickled your fancy so much or you just like looking at patterns like I do, then that is a designer that would be a good person to check out. Unfortunately, her designs are just on Ravelry at the moment, but she has got some books. So maybe if you don't want to be on Ravelry, it, to go check out her books would be a good alternative. So yeah, they're my suggestions for some colour work socks for you. If you have any favourites that you like, any go-to patterns that you like to knit for colour work socks, or any really great tutorials or resources that you would like to share with me, and I can then share out with the wider Shiny Bees community, then please do let me know if you are in our Shiny Bees community. You can post it in the techniques section over there which means everyone can find it over there. If you're not, why aren't you in our, our community? Come join us, we're super friendly. And if you would rather, you can email me info at shinybees.com or contact me on the socials where I am at shinybees. So yeah, that's all I've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Don't forget, as I said, you can come and join the Shiny Bees Podcast Club over on mighty networks just go to shinybees.com forward slash community and it will automatically redirect you there redirect you there and i can let you in and if you want to join my reset program then you can find that at shinybees.com forward slash reset the show notes for this episode will be available when i've done them it is half term you're gonna to have to bear with me and they will be at shinybees.com forward slash 161 so I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please, please do take care wherever you are in the world, particularly if you are 
locked up again like I am um, sending all of the love out to you and just give me a shout dude if you're on your own or whatever give me a shout come over into our community there's always someone there chatting or doing something you just basically don't be on your own so have a wonderful week happy crafting and I will speak to you again soon cheers Thanks for listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. And make sure you subscribe to the show to get the new episodes as soon as they're released. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright.